The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. Hello, this is Arun Sudhaman from Provoke Media, and I'm here in Can Lions with Warren Johnson, who's the founder of W Communications, and we're going to talk about creativity and can, which is a very original topic here, <laughs> Warren. <laughs> of course. So how's, how's your can been, first of all? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. It seems quiet this year. Uh, we've won a few awards, which has been nice. We picked up some golds yesterday for Marmite, which was fun, mm-hmm. um, but very much in our role as kind of uh, supporting actresses and actors, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of, uh, I think, really the role that, that PR generally tends to have in Cannes, mm-hmm. which I'm cool with. Oh. It doesn't bother you that public relations tends not to get the idea creation credit? I think people have got a bit obsessed with the idea creation credit. I think mm-hmm. uh, most campaigns are kind of ultimately ensemble casts mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Um, and, you know, it's an advertising festival. So, mm. you know, if it was a PR festival, I might be a bit shoutier. But, um, you know, I think uh, given the fact that all, all work now here seems to be measured with mm. um, earned media as, as outcomes, mm. I think we have an important role to play in, in delivery. And I think there's... there's um, it's, it's, I think there's a bit too much put, it's certainly in the reporting, on focus on pure idea creation because an idea is, you know, it's just words on a page. It's about the delivery, yeah. and it's about the team you work with to, to execute it and then really connect it with culture. And so mm-hmm. if we can play a role in, in, in helping shape and deliver an idea, then I'm super happy with that. Do you think delivery and execution has become even more important given how kind of cluttered the media uh, ecosystem is these days 100% I think that there barely is a media ecosystem yeah. it's just a series of kind of disjointed verticals that mm-hmm. lead straight to, to consumers and often doesn't connect with anything so you have all of these kind of you know narratives that can just happen in a complete bubble so I think our job is to try and reconnect that into what feels a bit more like an actual ecosystem of, of, of kind of yesteryear. So I think, yeah, it's super, it's super important. And, you know, there's, there's the kind of, there's the value piece as well. There's, you know, media is very expensive um, and, and increasingly hard to, you know, use to, to target people. So the more you can get consumers to, you know, be your mouthpiece and talk about and share and report and repeat all the things you've been doing, it's, it's effective and a lot stickier. Mm. And, you know, you have many creatives presumably working at W are they happy with that kind of supporting role or or do you think you know sometimes when we talk to creatives they're so they're so obsessed with being the lead performer Um, do you find that at all we, we've, um, I mean, certainly they don't tell me, but no, certainly we've fostered a, a, an environment where it's about it's about doing great work for our clients and really seeing our, our campaigns land. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't try and have that kind of creative supremacy piece. I think that's something that um, tends to get born in other industry categories, um, mm-hmm. less so. I think PR naturally, because we never really own what we're selling. Mm-hmm. We're always, always translating you know, what a client wants to say versus with what the media want to hear. You can never really be too um, single-minded in your kind of creative uh, drive. You always need to collaborate and sometimes compromise in order mm-hmm. to get what you want. So I think culturally, they're they're fine with that. Look, yeah, you know, would they love to be showboating around with you know their name on some trophies? Of course, of course. And I'd be disappointed if they don't. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, this particular 
uh, um, event, I think, you know, I think working with, you know, ad agencies and other agencies to win great work is should be credited as much as anything else. Mm. Does it ever bother you, though, when, if, say, the PR firm is brought in after the idea is created and you kind of think, well, actually, we, we have a better idea that could have done well? Or, or, or do you actually maybe see clients moving to a process where you are having some sort of say in the initial idea? I think a bit of both. Mm. I think, you know, certainly some of the work that we've been, uh, we've been shortlisted for this year, we've been able to help shape the idea and certainly improve it from a earned media perspective, mm. which is obviously what, what, what wins awards here. So I'm, I'm happy with our role there. But increasingly, you know, we're starting to be a, a lead creative agency in mm. our own right anyway. And yeah. we've produced, you know, there's a whole bunch of um, ad um, sort of all over London, potentially. Which, which, yep. which we shaped ourselves directly mm. um, and I'm sure lots of other PR agencies are, are doing the same thing so I, th- I think the it's pretty fluid now in terms of the um, you know, who is the sort of lead agency or not I and mean, I think that's really client driven rather than agency driven yeah do you find there's a certain type of creative person that works better in a PR agency because you've hired creators presumably from ad agencies and we've seen people come in and leave not not been able to necessarily uh, flourish yeah. in the PR world what what have you learned about that it's a good question we, we strangely we don't really have in our we're, we're actually on the lookout for some PR creatives at the moment because mm. we've moved towards uh, what, what, what we tend to sell directly now from a creative point of view is cultural creativity. Mm-hmm. So working directly into, you know, working with you know, artists or designers or architects or something. So people that understand that space more than the kind of creative publicity side, which is, you know, how do you still get a, a picture stamp in the, mm-hmm. in the sun? And, and so I think we've, our pendulum has swung really heavily in that direction, which is great because I think it's slightly more meaningful creative work rather yeah. than what we refer to necessarily as creative publicity right. and I think the role of publicist is really undervalued in our industry um, and the, the creativity in terms of spinning and pitching stories that, that you know are quick and sharp for for the news agenda I, th- I think doesn't really get rewarded as much as it should do um, so w- we need to bulk up in that a lot more anyway Right. When you look at the work here in Cannes what I find is the best work, it really is PR work. Yeah. Um, but it's not being created by PR agencies necessarily. Yeah. Does it bother you that the kind of the discipline and the industry have separated? Uh, that's, an, good, that's a good observation. Um, I think, look, I think PR, wouldn't PR be great to do if you didn't have any accountability to it? I mean, if we, if we were, uh, you know, if we just got to write ads mm-hmm. um, that we didn't really have a client and we didn't really have to deliver or find any media spend for, that would be a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. um, I think typically we don't have as deep pockets as, as other people to do the same thing. Um, I think, look, I, I, I see it all as, as hugely positive. You know, I think the fact that you know you've got the the world's marketeers here mm-hmm. and the, the the greatest value they put on their campaigns is is earned media i think mm-hmm. that i think you know that's 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 incredible i think our our job is just to make sure that we are always actively uh, active participants in the in the delivery of that mm-hmm. and where possible where we can 
you know, be, be a part of this sort of like, this new phrase I keep hearing about, well, ideation, we can be more <laughs> part of that. Feels like a sort of members club that we're not invited to, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. But um, yeah, no, I, I think it's great. I think we should be celebrating where PR has got to because mm. it, it's the de facto measure of whether, whether a campaign has, has succeeded. Yeah. And do you find clients are getting more comfortable with the kind of loss of control that is involved when you're earning um, attention and loyalty and advocacy as opposed to paying for it? Hundred percent, and I think that's really come out of uh, post post lockdown and post COVID. Mm. There just seems to be a, a step change in their risk appetite. Their their, 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 their they like they seemingly like to work with trusted partners, mm. uh, and we've had. I think I speak for a lot of people in the industry. We've just had a lot more opportunity from clients to do a lot more a breadth of services, breadth of work. Mm. I think trust is really important between client and agency, and once you've earned that trust, I think there's a, there's a really big risk risk appetite to do lots mm. more stuff, lots more collaborations. You know, we just we just launched a pyramid um, shaped um, uh, marmite jar with mm. um, with, with uh, for Elton John um, as, mm. uh, as a partnership we just launched. But you know, five years ago, the idea of you know complete a jar that hasn't changed for a hundred years, mm. and we just changed the shape and design. And it's yeah, that it's a lot more fluid, and we're getting great opportunities and long may it last. Mm. That's good to hear. Um, what other trends have you seen emerge kind of from the pandemic from a creative perspective, uh, but both positive and negative perhaps that are impacting your business? I think, I mean, certainly the, the positive stuff is, is the ability for clients to a- allow us to, to integrate a lot more. Mm. Um, we, I think that the, um, and, and I guess the flip side of that is the clients a lot of sophisticated clients now are the still value press the still value press office are, are bringing a lot of that in-house so there's a definite kind of agency model now where where a lot of quite sharp clients that have a lot of requirement for high volume media engagement are right. creating kind of agency models yeah. in-house but what that does is that frees up the opportunity for creative experts like us to take on more high impact campaign work which I think is better frankly better suited to, oh. to being outsourced. So in-housing doesn't bother you too much? Not not so far. I, th- I think when you're running high-frequency press offices, yeah. um, it's, I think it's in, unless you set up you know, a dedicated team yeah. that works on nothing else, but I think certainly the model that, that a lot of the PR agencies mm. that can, uh, are at can, I think it's quite hard to sell this vision of a, of a creative agency, but then, say but we, then do but, the press But office. then you yeah. just have to work on this one client. Yeah. I think that's hard to do. And, you know, clients, you know, I, I think the requirement to know more and more and more about the client's business is, you know, is, is being really recognised now. Mm. And I think it's hard to have that level of commitment to a client to work full-time unless unless you're in-house mm. so I think I'm fine with that um, and I, you know also the reality is is as as editorial media gets diminished and diminished and diminished mm-hmm. who knows what a press office will look like or whether they'll be needed in five or yeah. ten years does that have implications for the kind of retainer versus project scope of work because press offices typically is retained accounts yeah you're doing if you're doing if you're focusing more on campaigns that's projects does that have any particular does that have any particular implications for how you 
you run a business, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's although you know, press office is famously low margin business anyway. Mm. So I think we have had a move towards higher margin, yeah. uh, more creative campaign work. However, you know, there is always a pressure that that uh, is not always retained. I, th I think the new normal feels like a sort of low to mid level base retainer mm -hmm. uh, for kind of creative and strategic development, and then spikes that um, that, that pop up when you're delivering. So it's manageable at the moment, but you can imagine that that is something that in any kind of, if there are any sort of, you know, economic headwinds, which mm. looks like we're going into, that might be challenging, but, you know, time mm. will tell. I think I think the reality is, is that the value that we as an industry still offer is still, is still strong, and I think we've embedded ourselves more as not just sort of as creative and strategic business partners now. So I, I think when the next session hits, we'll be in a materially better position, mm. and I'd rather be um, looking to defend, you know, value-add campaigns than relatively commoditized offers like press offices. Okay, you've always had it. I've, I've found an interesting view on the market as a whole. Yeah. How are you seeing this year? It seems like quite an, a topsy-turvy set of conditions out there. Uh, I think I think just topsy now. Or turvy. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. you know, I think certainly in the UK, yeah. it's. Um, I think it looks pretty, pretty bleak. Okay. Uh, we're seeing a lot of preemptive belt tightening in budgets. Mm. Um, I think that the um, UK media are doing the brilliant job that they always do <laughs> of talking us into a recession. Yeah. Um, so you know, regardless of, of whether we you know, officially avoided recession based on some you know, economic data the government put out, I think I think it's fairly safe to assume that we are in or around recession now anyway. And this is before you know mortgage rates have, have kicked in. Yeah. The flip side of that is, you know, when you look elsewhere, I mean, I'm off to Singapore next week to spend time in our office. Yeah. We've had three back-to-back -back record months in a row, and yeah. they're, like, absolutely flying. So Good. I think it's just, you know, the UK being the, the kind of the sick man of Europe now. Yeah. So um, what, what, is, what are W's plans more broadly? Obviously, you have... Um, your New York yep. office. Yep. You're, you're very strong in the UK. You've yep. got Singapore. What, yep. What's next? Um, we're looking to um, expand our sort of tourism business in the GCC. Yep. So um, uh, particularly by Lotus. So we're looking at things like um, Jeddah and mm. um, uh, Dubai. There's a lot of really interesting tourist briefs coming out of there. And we'll probably expand our footprint in Southeast Asia um, as well as um, uh, the US. Mm -hmm. Both of which are, are flying. I, I think I have a sort of quite a bleak outlook in sort of UK PLC, so I'm, I'm at a macro level looking to slightly divest my, um, you know, exposure to the UK because I think it's it's just going to be really sluggish. I noted with great interest actually your um, 250 award ta um, uh, billing Two. tables, yeah. and what was what was slightly depressing is uh, uh, including myself um, and some of the other leading UK agencies, had all posted really strong growth mm -hmm. and yet slipped down your table. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, that's partly due to the currency conversion as well, because we rank in US yeah, dollars, yeah, I think. Yeah. But just all of it, it just all looked like a sort of relative decline from, yeah. a, from a kind of UK-centric business. So I yeah. think in the medium term, I need to like reduce my exposure there. The UK seems like quite a price-sensitive market, from what I can tell. From a pit for, In terms of clients buying PR? Yes. Do you, would you say that or not? Uh, I would to an extent. There's definitely a sense that there is less money around mm. per se. But you know, no. I mean, equally, you know, Singapore, New York, oh, they're, yeah. they're they're still driven by price. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Any other observations you'd like to leave us with after your week in Cannes? 
Um, no, just it seems a little bit quiet, doesn't it? And it's I'm, weird. And There's I'm, tons of people here. I, I've been informed it's one of the biggest turnouts. Right. But yeah, it does feel a little bit. It feels quiet, and I just wonder whether that skewed. what that bodes for. Whether a few people have pulled out at the last minute, and whether again a bit of belt tightening here. Maybe. But uh, but anyway, you know, uh, creativity as measured by earned media. Long may it, long may it last. Long may it last. Thank you so much, Warren. Thanks, Warren. You've been listening to the Provoke podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers.